Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. No way. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. I'm your Huckleberry. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hit the lights. It's boner time. Hey, where are the white women at? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> what is your major malfunction, numbnuts? You have smoked yourself retarded. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Have at it. And welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters, the first one of 2022. My esteemed guests here on the wonderful roundtable. Honestly, guys, this is my favorite part of the week. And that's why I kind of chose Monday because Mondays usually suck. And if I get to talk to, to, to you guys on Monday, it, it, it's all downhill from here. So we start Monday on the best best way possible. Uh, tonight we got Joe and Jen. Thank you for hosting us. I, I really appreciate it. Of course. Anytime. Well, anytime I'm off work in time. Yeah, we'll even yeah. host if you're too sick to be on the show yourself. Yeah. Yes, you have. You have bailed me out on more than one occasion. I appreciate it. We got Adam from Deborah Gets Red Pilled and Into the Apocalypse. How's it going, Adam? Good. How are you guys? Good, man. We have uh, Randy from the Red Thread Podcast. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Randy, how far are you from Dubuque? Uh, Dubuque. I'm not 100% sure, man. I'm not from around here. Um, oh, okay. I, I know it's it's probably, you know, within a day trip, within a half day yeah. trip. And pretty much everything is within a, a day of central Iowa. Um, yeah. Unless you're going like Georgia, it's like two days. Or you're going California. It's yeah, like no, no, days. no. Dubuque, but, Iowa. It's like, oh, uh, it's, it's right like over the border hours. from Chicago. Yeah, it's like a, maybe a couple hours because I'm just right kind of dead center, a little bit to okay. the south. Yeah, I keep moving it's south. It's cold as hell up there, man, <laughs> especially in January and February. I don't know how you do it. Uh, it took a lot of years getting used to, man, <laughs> a lot of years. <laughs> but, you know, you get used to it. It's just like anything else in life. You get used to it, the negativity uh, of, yeah. the, of the down the, of the um, of the winter, you know, and, you know, if you're fortunate enough like I am, you kind of get over the depression and the lack of vitamin D and all that other stuff. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, it nice. can't be any worse than up there where Adam's at in Oregon. It's it's usually overcast up there, right, Adam? Uh yeah. During the during the fall and the winter, like seasonal effectiveness disorder is like a real real thing up here, man. It's uh, gray. Most is that why you're always so bright and peppy all the time, Adam? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> but um, summer, springtime, summer, and falls super nice here. So it's hot as fuck here. So. Yeah, the springtime out here is just beautiful. I mean, I've never, never knew that somewhere could be so green and alive. You know, you don't see a lot of that in California, where I'm from, Los Angeles, especially. It's just a concrete jungle down there, man. See, that's the nice part about New England, too. We got the four seasons and, you know, it's like clockwork for the most part, although it's a lot warmer than it used to be. That's for sure. 
Al Gore. Ryan, right. how's it going, my friends? <laughs> it's going great, man. Never felt better, dude. Having a having a great kickstart to 2022. I'll tell you that right now, dude. Yeah, good start to the year so far, right? Absolutely. I was gonna say, I don't know about you guys, but I I noticed that man. I don't care anymore about New Year's Eve. Like it used to be something yeah. like we built the night around and now it's just you know i'm trying to stay awake for the most part and keep up with my son <laughs> and and like i don't even you know i i don't we didn't do the ball drop or anything and it's just like i feel like i don't know if it's just because everything else is kind of off but i feel like it's kind of lost its luster that happens when you stop doing cocaine because you're old <laughs> that could be it too <laughs> I saw a lot of posts on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. We stayed in also. We were just like, fuck drinking and driving. Hot That's dumb. It. Yeah, we just yeah turned on the hot tub, hung out with our kids. I had my daughter had some friends over because she's young and cool still. And then but everyone was posting about their night in. I don't know a lot of people who went out and did stuff this year, honestly. Because they were scared of the bids. <laughs> no, I don't even think it was that. Not in yeah, our community. They're, they're I think scared they just want to they'll hang go out. stand in line with a couple hundred people who think they might have it. Like, what's the rationality? They all have their masks on and they're outside and they're six feet apart, so they're fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trust <laughs> yeah. the science. All they're that good. logic totally makes sense. Oh, my gosh. Randy, did you do anything fun for New Year's? Dude, I slept. I slept through New Year's. I woke up at one in the morning to people, you know, shooting off mortars and whatnot. And I was like, okay, I'm going back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the days leading up to that, a couple days leading up to New Year's were were pretty epic, like as far as energy is concerned. You know, it was pretty high vibe in a couple of days there, which, you know, kind of ushered in the new year right for me, at least. It was a little rough uh, waking up on New Year's Day going, oh, man, here we go again. But I just recall that positive energy that's been kind of vibing through me and just run with it. You know what I mean? It's it's essentially it's up to up to oneself, you know, to to carry that energy or not. And, and that's, you know, part of my dedication is to carry that that positive energy around with me and, and put it out, you know, through this podcast and chats with you guys. So it's just it's been epic, man. Cool. Adam, anything good? Nothing, man. Watch Good. some, watch some TV. Stayed up, stayed up way too late, not on purpose, but yeah, no fireworks, no nothing here. I live out in the woods, so it was silent night like normal. Yeah, I got stuck in an Indiana Jones marathon. That's that was the excitement we got into. And That's nothing. hard. Yeah, I love oh, Indiana yeah. Jones, man. Dude, they 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 still hold it. You know, they still have yeah. it a little bit. I mean, it's. It's a little cheesy, but you start looking into it, and it's it's all there. It can still hold up with today's movies, especially today's I, movies, because there's nothing today. I wish they could get get an, an Atlantis one in before he dies. That'd be badass. That would be cool. He is about to it die. Hit just about everything else, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, I just mean he's old. <laughs> like, some yeah, sort of disease know. we don't know about oh never mind oh yeah. no he's like he, i mean he, he started him in the 80s yeah i mean look at star wars leia's gone mark hamill might as well be gone you know it's uh it's he never, he never That's recovered <laughs> he never recovered right? from the original star wars he he did luke skywalker and then he uh then he came out with what corvette summer and that was about it for mark hamill 
Well, how, how can you come out as anything else? Yeah. You know, you're Luke Skywalker after that. And that it, it kind of sucks, but deal with it. You know, you're gonna make you're gonna make your living off of it, but yeah, you're kind of pigeonholed after that. Yeah. Surprised he didn't go uh Scientologist, you know, like John Travolta and Tom Cruise, you know, at that point. <laughs> like... Well, Travolta's got some shady history to him. There's a lot oh, yeah. of shady stuff that happened around him, you know. Um uh, yeah. That's Being that's a gay. guy I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be around. <laughs> yeah, it it, it kind of makes you wonder what the real situation was like with his his kid and all that kind of you know dark energy that surrounding his kid's death and everything else. Like what really happened there, you know? Yeah, <laughs> what's really going on? But we are all starting to figure out what's really going on in Hollywood. You know, uh, most people like to ha turn a blind eye to it. But it's getting to the point where you cannot go on Instagram or talk to somebody without finding out what was really going on there and what maybe still is, you know, with all these people and all the traffic and all, all of that crazy, you know, food gate and all these other things. Right. Um, well, if you want to go down the craziest, you know, the sacrifice, ritual sacrifices and shit, uh, I heard a lot of people talking about, you know, how right before COVID came out, there was the Kobe Bryant death. A lot of people drew, drew connections with that. Now we have Betty White dying. You know, she put out that statement like, I don't know, a week or so ago. It's my 100th, birth 100th birthday soon. And then she fucking dies. So she was 99, to be fair. I mean, she was in like yeah, great I health. Mean, though, wasn't she, she was in great health for 99. Maybe she like, got a booster. I, I think it's touch and go when you're 99. Like, even, even if you're like great one day, you, you could, could slip have... on a penny and die. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know about that. Even if you're eating baby blood, you know, 100 years is a lot of years, right? <laughs> Even sure. if you're replenishing like that. <laughs> it's way too yeah, many, in my opinion. Unless, because yeah. along the way, you're eating the shit, right? You're drinking the water at some point, so you're poisoning yourself yeah. one way or the other. Yeah, and you Betty, know, in showbiz. There's only so much crazy. baby's blood can do. Seems to be well, doing and, pretty and, good for Hillary. She's looking pretty young in her old age. Oh, gotta say. Oh. Which one? <laughs> what? There's, there's multiple. Uh, it's what it seems like. There's definitely multiple Joe Bidens, that's for sure. <laughs> Did you see <laughs> the other day when three, he was doing his least. thing and he had the uh, cargo containers in the background? In the, in the window <laughs> what of what's supposed to be the Oval the White Office House or whatever? Right. <laughs> like, come on, man. And speaking of which, did you guys see that he just signed a deal uh, for like $135 million or something to build a COVID testing plant in Wisconsin? But it's supposed to take like three years to build. So it's going to be ready in late 2024 with these COVID testing strips. They should contact the people that built the world world's fair. They can get it done in six months. I was going to say, what are we, we're going back in time here in the 1800s. They were putting this stuff in no time, 90 days for the crystal palace. Come on now. <laughs> oh man. What a world it's, it's getting wilder and wilder. It's, it's becoming a, like a an issue of like bewilderment that more people aren't aware to what's going on as silly as most of it is just flat out silly. Like there was a, a, a CNN thing on, on Instagram and it's showing the, the names of the people that were writing in, you know, these, these uh, comments. And one of them was like, uh, a Mike oh, it's ben, I'll give them to you. Randy. I got <laughs> you know, it for you. It's, yeah. It was bend over. Mike Coxlong and Anita Blackman. 
and, oh, Dixie, and Dixie Normus. Normus. Don't forget about Dixie and Normus. We covered Normus. this on yeah. Planet Retard last Normus. night. Yeah. That was my article. Like, I was like, we have to cover this. <laughs> that Yeah, I had that on my list of one of the few things I really wanted to take because that was hilarious. And it's like, do people not notice this? I mean, I know no one watches CNN. I, I actually saw a thing where like it, Joe Rogan gets like an 11 rating. CNN's at like a 0.82 or something like that in, in viewership. So it's just no one watches it to begin with. But you think that's intentional? Like, man, <laughs> I know it's intentional, but do you think it's intentional just like to see if anybody notices or more like nobody's paying attention anyway? Who cares? Like, do you think do, do you mean do you think it's intentional that they let it air? Because I think it's run by AI. Like, I think all the algorithms couldn't possibly understand the subtleties of the jokes. And that's why it got through, because it's all AI. I think AI writes a lot of the news articles that you read as well, because they don't make a lot of sense. Or they may well, use it as you... kind of a gauge, you know, of seeing who's actually watching, because people would notice that shit. Well, I thought instantly of what Jen was saying. Jen, because every time I read the news now, I think of what you say about it just being a bunch of AI that's just putting these random things together. And, and sometimes they stick and sometimes they don't. And I was like, man, I wonder if that is AI. Somebody AI was get, got into some Twitter feed that was just a bunch of jokes and they pulled these names and that's what it oh, is. No, the, the people were real. So those people got in and were making jokes. I think the reason that it was able to get through is because they don't have real screeners. They don't have human screeners that are like, okay, I'll let this one go. I'll let this one go. I'll let this one go. Yeah. It's just AI running it. But the people who wrote in after their comment, because they're all on Twitter, at least Dixie Normus was, because I thought that one was hilarious. They posted on Twitter. They're like, fuck yeah, like I got it. Like my comment was on <laughs> CNN. And they thought it was hilarious and got a ton of likes and retweets. And that's how people went back and pulled all of the screenshots. Okay. That's well, that's like the guy who uh who got Biden to say, let's go, Brandon. He like yes. he got threatened and all sorts of stuff the next day. And but there was uh, the best was the video watching him, his version of the call and getting him to say it. And then he's like, yes, <laughs> so funny. I think I people are starting to learn that they can play with this, this madness that's going on. You know, they can they can make it a part of their story and make it a positive thing. That's pretty cool. You know, compared to where we were a couple of years ago, just outright fear, you know, fear, fear, anxiety. Now, now people are like, OK, if this is the way it's going, if it's going absolute crazy town, let's just dive in and have some fun with this thing. man. Because <laughs> at some point, everybody will come around to it and, and maybe, I guess, cooler heads will prevail. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, but, and think about all the attention that got. Right. That got attention on both sides. Like the right thought it was hilarious because he said it. And then the left were like outraged that someone would say that to him because he basically said, go fuck myself. You do, you think, I mean? do you think <laughs> his like, wife knew what was going on as soon as he said it? Did you see her did face? Did you see the look on her face? Yeah. yeah. She was like, oh, Joe, come on. Because they had really? to they had to have like briefed him on what that means at some point multiple he doesn't remember from, uh, anything he doesn't yeah. know words he doesn't yeah. know he, he could have been is. sitting in his own feces at the time adam <laughs> where's yeah. mom there's a, good, there's a good chance he may have just Come been on, festering in his own filth <laughs> and doesn't even yeah. know like that's the thing with him you don't know you know is it really him is it just him you know like max hedrum style because that's an interesting comparison right there you look at old videos of max hedrum from the 80s he looks an awful lot like biden Really? Oh, I've never 
thought of that. Damn, never thought of that either. He's yeah, just an it's almost like they were robot. telling you, like, here you go. This is what we're going to give you later on. And and man, I mean, it's not like spot on, but you look quick and it's like, okay, I can see it. I think if we were being run by AI or something, I am i don't know what is happening right now in the world. I don't think anyone really does. All we know is what we're seeing isn't quite real. But if AI is trying to control us and take us over, the way to break them will be with subtle, stupid jokes. Because they're never, ever yep. going to get it. Yeah, like things like the CNN thing or just things like getting Biden to say, let's go, Brandon, because he's like, yeah, let's go, Brandon. That's a phrase that sounds positive and good. Yeah, that's I something that AI that. would never possibly understand. But you so. know the thing. <laughs> just remember to keep making jokes, people. It'll, you know, get <laughs> well, the world back to normal. Well, don't get too comfortable because I, I heard, what is it? I think it's March of this year. CERN's going to fire up again. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> if that we know what happened in 2012 when they fired that thing up, that's when this whole thing started really going haywire. So if that's any indication, March, we're in for a good time. Uh, Maybe we're gonna have to write down portal. every <laughs> we're gonna have to write down names of every book and every movie we've ever seen and store it in our buttholes. And then when they fire it up, <laughs> we'll have to pull it out because there's no safe place for it. I mean, we could store It'll it get evaporated. Else, but that works. What if it gets changed? <laughs> What if we don't have that thing anymore? I think it'll change even if you had a physical photo. Like if we get some fresh mandalas in March, I think it'll change right in front of your face. Yeah. I don't think it's just... It'll be like back to the future where the photo starts oh, like yeah. fading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows? What day? We're going to have to find out what day they fire up CERN and just do a podcast on that day. Just be live right See away. if we all morph right in the middle <laughs> of it. Yeah. Just have How everybody go live at the same time and just, yeah, see if we can just blow up the whole thing. Adam just ceases to exist. Yeah, <laughs> three years or something like that. They've been taking a break. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. They were supposed to fire it up last year, uh, but got delayed for COVID. So yeah, right. Kind of makes you wonder if they didn't actually fire it up a couple of years ago when this whole thing started. <laughs> Download, you know, this uh, this AI program into their quantum computers, and that's what's taken over and running Clown World now. You know, well, like you so wonder far also. I wonder also if it has any correspondence with the 5G because they're firing up the 5G, AT&T and Verizon are at least on, uh, what is it, Thursday or Friday? Awesome. <laughs> so going you're saying it hasn't been fired up until now? Like they've just been mm -hmm. lying about? Not fully. No, not fully. Oh. It's been up no. in, in sections, but they're going across the board. They're su supposedly bringing up 5G on whatever the fifth is. Well, it's going to be like shitty the... because... They oh, need a ton of them. Oh no, you yeah. mean like the millimeter the millimeter wave, right? Like that that 5G. You know, we've got 5G as a higher speed, and then there's like a specific thing that you know most most of us uh you know fact is truthers, right, are looking at um like uh millimeter wave, you know, will interfere with your brain waves and whatnot. Um if they haven't fired that stuff up and started messing with people already, I they probably have opened a portal with CERN a few years ago, you know what I mean? Because it's gotten so strange. So just off the wall and like, like machine, like you're right. You know, like as if AI are running a lot of this stuff and they've got that simulation, um, that virtual world, that, uh, sentient world model, uh, that they have. And, and so basically they, they make a digital copy of everybody based on their habits and everything else. And, uh, they throw it into this virtual world they have, and that's what they're using for like the precog or pre-crime, you know, like the minority report stuff. 
luckily we only have like two 5g towers near us and i couldn't even actually see the tower jen tried to take a picture of one but it looked like a light pole no it, they are all light poles so i downloaded this app <clears throat> it's the same app that you can use for like speed tests or whatever and i found a map of 5g towers there weren't a ton but and i just drove out one day and i took pictures of where they were and where they all were was a light a light post and it was the only light post on the entire street for miles i mean i couldn't see another lamp post or whatever at all it was just a little lamp post and it had like a kind of looked like a solar panel or chip on the bottom of it high up on the pole and they're in really weird places like in the center of the towns like in the center of reading yeah. in the center of palisadro in the center of cottonwood wherever like the little surrounding towns they were right in the middle of exactly where the town is and it was just a little tiny lamppost with a chip on it well that's not why i'm not too worried about it because from what we've heard they have to be every 500 feet or something for it to actually work so they're either behind schedule up here or it's something different or those are the only ones maybe that they're releasing on that like who knows they aren't gonna they dress them up like cactuses down by you ryan right what's they dress them up like pine trees up here too like pine trees up here yeah yeah. yeah, they do pine trees, they do cactuses, they'll do like they do, uh, they do palm trees too. Yeah, we have a palm tree. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, so it's ridiculous. Weird, dude. And, and it's so obvious when, when they're trying to hide it. it, it doesn't look camouflaged at all. It's like a giant cactus. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, I don't have so cell, if I don't have cell reception at my house, am I am I safe? That might no, be a good not. sign. Yeah. Starlink. Okay. Yeah, I've been thinking of different compounds to mix with paint. So, you know, when this all hits the fan, I could paint my the inside of my house with some kind of a concoction. You know what I mean? I've been kind of looking into, all right, what, you know, light metals and minerals will, will uh, you know. I hear it's tinfoil. Yeah, if you use tinfoil, <laughs> right, yeah. you might be able to get it done. Tinfoil and a staple gun. Copper? That's all you need. Maybe copper or silver? That's what I was thinking, silver. You know what I mean? Because that, that apparently helps your body fight off a lot of this radiation uh you know sickness and all these oh isn't that what matt matt Lehman uses in his clothes the emf yeah. clothes i was like gonna say you gotta fabric. find out what matt yeah. matt uses because he's he's got all that spiro gear well lead too i mean like lead was supposedly demonized you know like it, because like kids would put it in their mouth and shit but lead absorbs all that radioactivity the so. fact checkers say that's false ryan i know well, i mean maybe they I, got, I got, I got dinged on instagram for that for that? Oh. for from a uh, post about that like asking like you know what it why did they make us take away the lead paint what if it was actually like a blocker for radiate radiation or radio waves yeah. and well i heard that it was because kids were putting that shit in their mouths and that makes sense because you get lead poisoning but it's like just teach your fucking kids not to put this shit in your mouth and then like <laughs> i i honestly dude i i, I got an eight-year-old and i never once in my life had to tell them not to eat paint chips i mean i think that's a good sign but on the other side where the, where yeah, there's, getting... some, there's some that kids have that's a habit and that's why cigarettes are like the most addicting thing that anyone has to fucking like you know try to overcome there's something really habitual about putting shit in your mouth and it's not a sexual thing it's nothing it's like when you're a kid you pick something up it could be for sure but you, you, when you're a kid you pick something up you put it in your mouth you know what I mean? Like, that's what kids do. Adults never really break that habit. And that's why a lot of people are addicted to smoking cigarettes. It's one of the hardest habits to kick because people just like putting shit in their mouth. But if you just like tell your kids like, hey, don't put this fucking lead paint in your mouth, like tell them it'll poison them. Tell them it'll kill them. 
Maybe like everyone has access to the internet. Show them pictures of dead kids or dead people. <laughs> hey, Jesus. this is what's gonna happen if you fucking put this lead shit in your mouth. You know what I mean? It's, I've never had to tell weird. my kid to, to not eat paint chips, but I have had to tell my nephew not to lick the couch. Smart kid, <laughs> but I, it was one of those things you never thought you'd have to specify not to do. I, it came out of my mouth. I'm like, don't lick the couch or the ottoman or whatever. I'm like, oh my god, why do I have to say that out loud? Like, what the fuck, kid? When I was little, I had a Voltron toy. Do you remember Voltron? And the, the sword, it came, it was like all the detachable parts. And the sword was, it had lead paint in it. But I used to like chew, chew on it, it all the China. time. Because <laughs> I was little, I was a little kid, but I didn't know there was lead paint in there. So when people say don't eat lead paint chips, it's not like children are picking up paint chips like, mm, what's this? Which they could, I guess. But like if they just chew on a thing that's made with lead paint that some company is negligent about, you know, you never know. Well, it seems yeah. like it's Chinese lead paint, and it, 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 you know, that's where a lot of that shit was coming from. Because there's been, there's been American lead paint that doesn't seem like it's as, you know, damaging. I don't know, you know, but yeah, there's something to to that theory, where you know, lead that was, you know, in the '70s, there wasn't as many people getting these kinds of diseases that seem to be fueled by 5G and 4G and all these yeah. things before that. And when you get an x-ray, what do you throw on yourself? A giant lead jacket. Lead belt. You know? They yeah. call it a nard garden here in Tucson. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it always makes me wonder because some of that shit like are, are, you know, I wish my grandparents were alive to ask them because they were around during that time before shit got crazy. You know, they, they were living in that time when, you know, you were you were living locally and and living off the community and things like that. That that's a gone site these days. Well, who's going to start selling bootleg lead paint to try and fight the five G? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Randy, telling you, Randy, I'll come Randy, up with a compound, man. I'll find something. I'll figure something out, dude. Got the I think you just found your gone. fucking answer, dude. That's it. All <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but see, do do you think I'd have to get real lead, or can I use pencil lead? That's graphite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I just thought it'd be easier to get a hold of, but uh, not to be confused with graphene. A little less toxic. Right. Just buy an old house. Any house that was built before, I think, 1965, probably has lead paint in it. You so can you get can the lead, the, the asbestos. Out, my house, my yeah. my current house is made out of made out of asbestos. Like that's all there is here. Oh, oh like, Jesus, that sounds yeah. nice. That was the best. Never hurt though. anybody. Yeah. <laughs> just Why? the guys tearing it out that was i mean was I, I i talked to a bunch of contractors and they're like we can tear it out for you but if we do it like we gotta gotta do um you know curtain it off and stuff they're like just get just get a respirator and do it yourself they've all said that it's all overblown it's not that big of a deal huh. a bunch yeah, of them told there's... me to dig a hole and bury it out here i was like uh probably 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 just take it to the dump but they just didn't want to do it they're like fuck you you die here yourself well asbestos was probably demonized because it also blocks emf can you imagine yeah i don't know there's legit theories that that like that's why the the twin towers were brought down you know what i mean because there was it was going to be like a multi-billion dollar renovation for for these things to get the asbestos out so i mean that's a little out there but i mean it's possible yeah. Well, then, and that would be why everybody got so sick when that, you know, a direct energy weapon dust was floating around everywhere down there. You know, it was Mixed all this and concrete. Yeah. Yeah. They well, said it was from jet fuel. 
Like, yeah, that 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 that's not jet fuel causing all that cancer. No way. Well, there's that river of gold that was fl- flowing through, like underneath that. I don't know if you if you all have heard about that. There's like a fucking river of gold, molten gold, flowing underneath the the twin towers after this whole thing went down. Yeah, so there must have been some sort of weird like chemical reaction that that caused that. You know what I mean? It's weird. It's it's or they were storing gold down. They had there. a whole bunker full of gold gold bars down in the basement i guess well yeah and that's weird that just doesn't make any sense like I, I thought all i thought all that was in the vatican you know what i mean it doesn't it doesn't really you know why would they have gold underneath the world trade center i know it represents you know world trade but wasn't um, that supposed to be what building seven was was the uh el dorado is i think six Eldorado Task Force. If I'm not mistaken, I may, I may be wrong. It may, it may be seven, but there was one building that was like top top to bottom, just all government, and they were focused on internal money laundering. And then once this whole thing happened, they started focusing on uh, you know international terrorism, specifically brown skinned people for some reason. Yeah. So, you know, really, really specific. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird, dude. I mean, like as much as we hear about that, there's there's we, we're not even scratching the surface with 9-11. Yeah, have you seen the videos that don't have planes in them? And they don't look like they were, you know, uh, digitally removed either. These videos look like they're the original video. You know what I mean? And they put these airplanes in after the fact. They superimposed airplanes? Right, right. Because you, you just see, like, the explosion start from one side to the other. And if you imagine or if you've ever watched anime or anything with laser beams... And you know that you're not going to see the laser beam going through the air unless you have, you know, infrared goggles or whatever, right? Um, and it just kind of went, whoop, and everything exploded out. That goes along with the fact that people have said that there were people in there uh, putting explosives into these buildings prior. You know what I mean? And supposedly the reason for these uh, people, uh, these demolition experts basically putting in these explosives in the tower was just in case something happens. And we need to bring the tower down. <laughs> I mean, this is this is stuff that's out there. You know what I mean? You can find it. Um, it'll take you down some rabbit holes <laughs> and some interviews with people that are, you know, as far as mainstream says, less than reliable. But we all know what fact checking is about nowadays. So you can imagine not to uh, believe what you're hearing from the big five. You know what I mean? I think one of the most interesting videos I saw from 9-11 was... Uh... A particular angle of one of the planes going in and it looks like it just melts into the building it, it, they had a real slow like shot of it and it doesn't look like a plane running into a building it looks like it's melting into it and then after it's in it explodes out it's fucking yeah. weird i don't know what to make of well that. yeah and you see the meme of that like how that you know that disappeared into a building yet the, uh, a plane will hit a bird up in the air and the nose is like mangled but it didn't it didn't even phase it when it hit a building full speed. Yeah, that's weird. I don't recall there's seeing so many, anything there's about There's so many you know inconsistencies with that story and so many angles. That's why that's almost, you know, on the same level with COVID when you start getting to the different layers of it. There's so many layers to 9/11 that it just I mean obviously we're still 20 years later and don't have any answers for real. Well, have you seen the footage of like those birds and shit that look like they're caught mid air? They're not flapping their wings or anything and there's no wind really, but they're just caught mid air. 
And I wonder if like these little glitches go on. I'm not a big supporter of the sim theory idea, but I wonder if something that's so traumatic as 9-11 was, um, maybe some people see different things or maybe there's so many different angles going on that there's something that that is correlated to like this weird angle that, you know, Joe's talking about um, that's similar to this glitch looking thing that's going on with these birds that look like they're caught midair. You know what I mean? Like, it, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm explaining it properly, but it just seems that, you know, if supposedly depression spiked before 9-11 happened and that kind of get, lends credence to the idea that, you know, there's, there's some, quantum space bullshit going on that you know these these traumatic events ripple through space and time and you know whether it's in the past or the future people are feeling spikes of depression um so i don't know dude like it it just lends i think when you're talking about you know buildings melting into uh or, or i'm sorry planes melting into buildings I think that that lends more credence to some like weird fucking shit going on because dude, there's people there that saw that stuff go down. You know what I mean? Like we can't say that planes didn't take down at least two of those buildings for sure. You know what I mean? But there's some, there's something very, very off about that whole situation. dude. Obviously. I mean, this is one of the, it's that and JFK, right? Those are the two things that really start people like really talking about that. And that's like the, the introduction to what we talk about kind of just like matt was saying too there's so many layers if you want to go down the weird numerological like esoteric uh path with that with the 9 11 encoding like i'm sure everyone who's listened to the show knows about 9 and 11 and how weird occulty they are but it's fuck and all the plane numbers and all that were were weird too they all were symbolic yeah and and you get even you get people that will even battle planes versus no planes. You know, that's the, they won't even get past that point of it, let alone who did it and how it was financed and all that stuff. Though there's people that just stand on their hill that it was a plane or it wasn't a plane, you know, and it's like, OK, or people well, that, that argue nobody died that day. That's a, a far out one. But we can all agree the Pentagon was not hit by a plane. Come on now. Oh, yeah. That, after that's after screamed, 20 years. Yeah. Hey, just that day, I remember that day looking and going, where's, where's, uh, where's any evidence of, of anything hitting this thing? Yeah. Donald Rumsfeld was out on the lawn. Right. At the, debris, though. at the Pentagon, yeah. the most, you know, defensible place in the United States. You mean to tell and me that? It, and it that's just the, so happened to hit the accounting department, you know, yeah, right? The day, right. The day so, after. Yes. After the audit, right? Wasn't yep. there an audit? No, that, Donald that Rumsfeld happened? went on went on air and said that they're missing what three two point three, two point three billion, trillion, trillion. Yeah, okay. two point three trillion dollars were missing. They just got well, that was a lot back then. Happens. That was a lot back then, dude. But like, we're spending that shit in the country here like every month or less. You know what I mean? Oh like yeah, we printed that in August, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so know? it's disgusting, man. <laughs> There, there was another weird thing that I heard that I bring up with, uh, like, the first ever website that supposedly was around that was, like, you know, mass marketed to people was a Beanie Baby forum. I don't know if you heard about this. Back in the 90s, there was a weird Beanie Baby forum. and there dude, was My some mom was probably baby. part of it. I mean, <laughs> probably my mom was, too. But there was some weird situation going down with that. Where that was, I mean, the owner of Beanie Babies started counterfeiting Beanie Babies and selling them through the site. And he and he's still in prison, supposedly, 
because he was pushing counterfeit Beanie Babies through this fucking the one of the first sites. We know that CERN created the internet, and so if if like like there's got to be some very intricate conspiracy with not only Furbies, which I think Furbies that that was some weird shit. That was a psyop, dude. Dude, be, yeah. I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably look into like Furbies, which it sounds goofy, but you got Furbies, you got Beanie Babies, you got these plush toys that seem to have some some sort of like you know you're you're taking adults and you're getting them obsessed with furry little toys and shit. It's weird. So there's got to the be some... could talk and shit. The Furbies oh, would yeah. talk and could yeah, like... they had built-in sensors and everything and yeah, like right, that, right in their foreheads. Was... My yeah, kid I had one. Like, it would change personalities based on how you treated it. So it had like five different personalities. And if you held it upside down for a certain amount of time, it would completely change into like evil beanie baby or evil Furby. And it'd be like, <laughs> and like act crazy. And then you'd have to like, you'd have to pet it and comfort it and feed it on time at certain intervals to make it go back to normal. But if you did other things, it went crazy and was like funny there. There were five different settings. I just remember my daughter flipped out when it would change because she was little and didn't understand. Why would you get a Furby when you can just have a kid? It's the same thing. I know. It's yeah, my bad. It was their demeanor changes. <laughs> yeah, the Furby you could eventually just throw in the trash, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can do that with kids. <laughs> my sister, I, we used to hide batteries and shit. There's no way she was getting at that thing. Well, dude, I, I grew up in, when I was going through middle school, like when I first started taking home ec, um that's when they were really introducing in the early 2000s they were introducing like the little robotic babies that you had yeah. to team up like as a male you had to team up with a female in your home at class and you had to like try and raise this baby and like one of you would have to take this fucking thing home but like the year before that we were using an egg like yeah, before that it was like, a, ba- was like an a, egg? a bag of sugar or something yeah so right bag of flour that's what we had <laughs> yeah. oh that's yeah. so much easier than an egg you had to have no cracks in your egg. It was a hard-boiled egg, but still. Well, at least you can eat a bag of sugar. Ryan, I feel like they were predictive programming you to live in like a split family. They're like, all right, team up with this bitch you don't know. You're going to have a baby. One of you takes it home one day. Next yeah. day, you get it. They I wonder if anybody actually with the person they teamed up with had an illegitimate child because of that. <laughs> right? that, that I'd like to see Good the stats call, on that. Yeah. Well, you know, what's goofy is that like, you know, like we I was teamed up with another white chick and we had an Asian baby. So I don't know (laughs) what the fuck is going on with that, but it was weird, dude. It was like obviously she cheated, duh. Yeah, it wasn't yours, bud. And it must have been an Asian robot. So it was just weird because this thing had like mechanical parts. But no, I mean like it's just a weird, weird deal. And like I said, I one year I I took home act two years, I had a damn egg, hollowed out egg. You know what I mean? Like it didn't even have the fucking yolk in it or hard boiled or nothing. It was just hollowed out. Teacher signed it and then like gave it off. We put clothes on it and all kinds of bullshit. It was stupid. <laughs> and then we took the 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 baby, the mechanical baby. They must have gotten like a grant or something. And so they splurged on robotic babies. And, you know, one year was ba- uh, egg. Next year's baby. So it's weird. Like, I wonder how that kind of stuff is is being programmed now. Like, well, like you, the two dudes can partner up, or two chicks can partner up, or whatever's going on. I mean, there's got to be some other. That's exactly what's program. going on. A, a friend of mine's daughter had had the, a situation like a, at high school, and that was a recommended extra credit program. 
<laughs> you know, as I guess she's in honors and stuff. And yeah, there are several groups of kids that are teaming up with, you know, like genital uh, individuals. Uh-huh. <laughs> this whole uh, ambiguous, you know, androgynous thing, uh, you know, I know there's a play at hand here. Um, but I just I wonder about like the the uh, intent with all of this. Like, is it is it all just to uh, minimize or like slow down the reproductive rate of people? You know what I mean? Is that all of it? Or oh, is there something that's, like that's darker? That's a big to part it? of it, Randy, for sure. Because if you look, what they're saying about what happened in 2020 and 2021 is that the birth rate went down significantly. And we're going to feel that in you know 15 years and 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 they're saying it's not even it it may linger a little bit longer but you know when you have dips like this in the population it's intentional and it's going to have long-lasting impacts down the road that we can't foresee right now the uh the the declining sperm count too that's a fucking real thing that's been happening for like decades at this point but if you look at a graph of the declining sperm count dudes are just firing blanks all over the place now so it's because of tight pants man you know if you wear tight enough (laughs) pants dude you're not gonna shoot anything anywhere (laughs) porn porn is so accessible now too like people are beating off like even if they're not even horny like it's like almost it's almost a ritual to go and beat off you know what i mean for most people so including myself so it's just like a, it's just like a normal thing that you get up and you go and do it you get it done you get that out of the way it's like okay beat off brush the teeth take the shower go mow yeah, yeah. i think that the next thing as far as like you know like you go boy girl with a with a uh with a you know a robotic baby in home ec, then you can go boy boy or girl girl or whatever i think that what it's going to be dude soon is a group of people raises one baby. Like you got like six or seven people raising a baby. That's a whole socialist idea where like the village raises the child. There's going to be they call that a Mexican family. You should know, Ryan, you're from down there. Well, there, there would actually be several kids with just, uh, you know, one mother and several fathers. And that's oh, what right. the Mexican family. <laughs> but no, I'm talking about like the whole concept of the, uh, the, the village raising the kid. You know what I mean? Like Hillary Clinton, wider than, wider than fucking cocaine. And she's talking about, you know, a, a village raises a child. So you're going to have multiple people, you know, a class of 30 kids is raising fucking three babies. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's the same thing as the BLM fucking mission statement. I just brought that up the other day. If you look at the mission statement of BLM, it says they interrupt or disrupt the uh, nuclear family model brought by Western culture. They, it says that in their mission statement. Like, what the fuck? It said, we, we see it as more of a, I can't remember the exact words, like that, like a village. Like, village raises the kids, not a nuclear family. It's well, it, but if you think about it, that's, in all reality, that's the way it was intended, was, you know, that's why, you you know, kids can have kids as teenagers. And the it, what, what it was back in the quote-unquote village days, or how they did that, was the, you would have your elders who would take care of the children while you know when you're our age you're still working you can still hunt you can still go about and live your life and the kids were raised by the elders so they would get that sense of tradition and they would get all that uh elder knowledge into them and the parents would then have to you know work on acquiring it themselves and be handed that and then at which time they would be the elders and and take care of the kids i mean in essence it sounds like a great idea but you get one whack set of elders and man, you got a messed up bunch of kids. 
And what do we have now? A wax set of say, elders. I think that's where that's we what are. say. It's Look putting at, the boomers in charge. Like, like the can boomers. You, can you imagine? Shit. Can you imagine our president raising our kids right now? Oh, man. No, it's not happening. <laughs> Snipping hair and yeah, yeah. He said that's what he said. He said the other day that's how he got sick was from kissing his grandson <laughs> on the lips. Yeah, right. I mean that, that's what, what he said. Here? He said on he has his. He has, He was with his grandson who likes to kiss his pop pop. Oh, oh. No. He's, he's oh, standing so upside man. down when he uh, when he kisses. Him. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gross, man. Yeah, that dude's a fucking pervert, man. It's gross. Like, like it's clear. I, I, I don't know. There's something something gross about the, that motherfucker for sure. I think it's pretty clear. But couple things. The amount of videos that are out there. The amount of video compilations of him holding girls close who come up to him to greet him, sniffing their hair for for. A long time, like twenty minutes most at of a which, time. Most of which are prepubescent too. It's not like we're talking about For women. Sure. We're talking about no, girls. it's women and then girls. It's women, girls. It's all of them. He kind of smells them, Dude. holds them close, does something creepy, and then he gets elected president after all of these videos surface. Like because it's fake news. Derp de derp. Yo, what <laughs> if the what if this fucking uh, this just came to me like literally while you're talking about this? If the you know how women are going through like early menopause right now and they're having very irregular periods because of this vaccine shit what if it's going to give these girls very very young girls periods very early on you know what i mean it, well no oh, it's the ones the who get vaccinated at five it's the opposite they're saying they're saying they're not getting their periods um th that's what malone was saying when he was on rogan the other day yeah, he was Robert talking malone, about yeah. that and he was saying how women who are menopausal are now having their periods after the fact but what so if it's this, like this, opposite so, but so what if it gives if we're talking opposites what if it gives like three-year-old girls their fucking periods dude then that oh, yeah, will just be all, the new would... normal everybody and we'll all just have to get <laughs> well, used yeah, to it yeah it's and just like myocarditis and kids it's from all the energy yeah. drinks and climate change well, that's what i'm saying normal. it seems like these things are aging kids you know what I mean? Their aging kids are making it seem like they have fucking high blood pressure. They're having heart attacks. These these are old men, old women disorders. So what if like you know this this kind of stuff is going to happen in younger and younger kids, dude? Like I, well, I don't know. That, I just thought about that. This is it that whole seems, great no, reset. That's a good call, you know, right? this is that great reset mentality where you have to separate the adults from the kids. And I think you know one of the ways of doing it is the jab. And and if this thing hits like the Spars document says it's going to. I think you're going to have quite a bit of orphans, you know, and, and gives them a chance to repopulate. And we've talked about that before. Remember the orphan trains from the 1800s? Maybe that was yep. the last one. And that's why there are so many fucking orphans, because they killed off everybody else. That's going. Well, that's what Michelle says. Trails, Michelle yeah. says that between, yeah, between doing that, between, you know, wars and things like that. But the other big factor back then was that they introduced alcohol and they started having breweries. So a lot of parents just be, you know, were drunks and they couldn't ha hold their kids so that, you know, they would say, OK, we'll give you some money for your kid. Sure. sure yeah. And that that explains the the enormous fucking amount of of extravagant asylums that were supposedly around. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, if you're going to down orphanages. Huh. Right. And the orphan trains. So all of which are for you know either a mind you know controlling people or retraining it's a great retraining ground well, you gonna say, dumb, i was gonna just say if you're gonna dumb down the adults so much 
then the kids over time, like if you've ever met like a dysfunctional family, those kids mature very quickly. And if you do that generationally, the, the, the adults are dumbed down as a generation. And then those, the, their offspring are going to grow up quicker and they're going to be more mature. And that it, like, if you keep tweaking with that, these kids that are fucking six years old are going to be more intelligent than their 40 year old parents. You know what I mean? And then like that, that whole thing is flipped on its ass. It sounds goofy, but it seems like it's something that could potentially happen with the way that things are going. It sounds like all the kids on Shameless, if you guys have ever seen that. Yeah. Show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that well, show that's really, that show really dropped off after about the sixth season. It got real bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, the last one, the end season. The last season was woke as fuck. I was so it was fucking pissed SJW about it. to the max. I couldn't oh deal with God. it. Oh, my God. The first, like, five seasons, though, are gold. Yeah, they're that's good. They real. That storyline got so just terrible, and then it got all woke and gay. They had to make sure they did the mask the thing. Military. It, yeah. But the premise, yeah. though, like back to what Ryan was saying, is where the parents who were drug addicts and alcoholics, the kids figured it out. Like Fiona took care of that family and she raised them. And then even Liam at the end, when Fiona leaves and Lip is gone, Liam is like, what? I don't I know he's like 12 or whatever in the last season, but he's like six, seven, making his own cereal, doing his own laundry. He walks himself to school. He's like, I don't need a ride. I'm cool. Bye. He's like six. <laughs> but that's what they do. They survive. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what they did in the Opium Wars time back then. I mean, that was the whole purpose of the Rothschild's poison in the Chinese was they could dumb down the adults. That's going to hurt future generations, too. But like you said, Jen, little do you know, that could build up the, the next generation to be even stronger because it yeah, they, you it know, just that pissed old... them off. Yeah. It just depends well, on the person. It depends on their will to survive. And then well, look what? at that artwork at the fucking Denver airport. You got like this one like Hitlerian figure with a bunch of kids of all different colors rising up. And they're like the new leaders are these children. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, it's like Hitler youth, man. Um, they're doing this to all of our kids right now. They're dumbing us down, right? Like you're saying, they're they're cutting off that. They're making a bigger generation gap by slowing down, you know, procreation to, to crawl, you know, over the next few years. So you're going to have this gap of like 15 or 20 years. Um, that's if they reverse it, right? If they flip it back and allow people to procreate once again later on, then there'll just be this massive gap in age and therefore in mindset, you know, and and in, I mean, uh, kids are being raised by media right now. That's, I mean, look at the, the movie, The Cable Guy was, came out way too early in my opinion, because that's, that's a hundred percent spot on what's going on with people and has been maybe since that movie came out at least, you know. I learned the facts of life from the facts of life. <laughs> you know, like that's uh, what a lot of us were kind of raised on was Pippi Longstockings and Alf and all this other kind of really out there. Like, oh, this is how family should be the Huxtables. You know, we all figured out where the Huxtables led Bill Cosby to. I mean, this is the, the sick, sad world we're digging into or, or being not even digging into, trying to dig out of, I guess. <laughs> but yeah dude that that gap you know that that 15 year gap where people aren't having kids which could very well happen um will leave a situation like you're saying with the orphan trains you got all these kids that are too mature for their britches right and all the parents are like give me you know give me my um my fixed income you know what i mean or my um universal basic income yeah. give me yeah. that and uh you know this vr hat 
can raise my kid for me, which is what they're going to start doing in these schools. They're going to have these VR headsets, put the kids in there and let them learn all day. Because think about how easy and how on board these teachers are going to be with that, especially with all the rabble rousers, you know, in school these days. You stick one of these things on a kid, they're dead quiet in that world all day long. They will stay in there all day long. There won't even have to be teachers anymore after that because they can program the teachers and the teachers will get fired and they will just change schooling to you can homeschool because COVID's so dangerous. You can just put this, you have to actually, you have to put this VR headset on your child because we're going to test him later and the teacher is inside there. There's no teacher. And and it's it's one neck hole away from being literally the matrix. Well, that gets into, yeah, I was just Go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead, man. Go, 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 go ahead. Well, I was going to say, all these kids are all about coding, and the parents are like, yeah, like, get into video games, get into all this shit. I don't understand what they're doing, but as long as they're, like, you know, learning something that's productive, we're talking coding, we're talking video games, we're talking metaverse, that's what's being pushed, and these kids know a lot more about phones and computers than their parents do, and they know about cryptocurrency and these stupid NFTs, and all these goofy ass things, which actually seem like they have a, a fucking future, dude, honestly, because I honestly think that like the next crash that happens, whether it's like mortgage crash, auto crash, whether it's just a full out economic crash, the only thing that will actually be left once the Internet is commoditized and or are you, you like it's once it's a utility, right? That's going to be the only job is doing digital shit. Whether you're you're podcasting in the metaverse, whether you're selling art in the metaverse, building vehicles in the metaverse, that's the way that they're pushing it. It doesn't matter if you agree with it or not. It, it, obviously, we don't have any control over what's really going on, but it seems like that is what's being pushed, is this metaverse shit. And, you know, it, it, I don't know, dude. It just seems like kids know a lot more about that. You're talking Roblox, freaking yep. uh, all these Minecraft. things. Fortnite. If anyone has young kids, they know what Roblox is. You know, I don't have kids. I just look into this shit. It's it's very fascinating, dude. It's it, and and it's goofy as fuck to me, but it makes well, a lot of sense. And what are what are two of the bigger movies that have been out lately? You got Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds, where he's an NPC, and then you got Ready Player One, where the, you know and the, the Matrix of VR worlds. And and I mean, they're really pushing that metaverse. That's going to be a hard sell on their part coming up I, we have you to know. teach them about the world around us though like look at the beauty in gardening or growing your own food or something because what will become of the world around them when they're just so sucked into the metaverse it will just go to shit just like in the matrix or even ready player one where they're stacked on top of each other living like people you know in the poorest places ever in the world because they don't care about the world around them so they That's have to just think like though you know what I mean? The idea of like of living in poverty is romanticized here in the United States, especially for wealthy middle class, unfortunately, white kids as a whole. The white the, like honestly, dude, like white white kids are being programmed the hardest, like they're being hit the heaviest with programming. And it's romanticized to live in poverty. So, I mean, like I'm just saying this is what the agenda clearly is. And I mean, yeah, of course, it's great to get out with your kids in nature and, and to try and educate them, try to teach them how to like, you know, raise chickens or grow vegetables. But there's, there's clearly an agenda with some very people, like very, very powerful people with very, very deep pockets that are willing to, to go against everything that you feel that your moral compass should be telling you what to do. 
but then they're going the exact opposite direction. It, it's I'm it's, just saying if enough people do that and go against that, though, and teach their kids about this, they'll have a harder time doing it and it will take longer for their agenda to be accomplished. So I think everyone should do that with their children. It'll just yeah. make it harder for them. I mean, I'm not saying they won't win in the end. Who knows? But what, did, what did you just say harder. a few minutes ago, Jen? Parents don't parent anymore. You know, yeah. that's the problem. If a video can't teach their kid to do it, they can't. A lot of a lot of parents are useless, too. You know, that's one of the things I've found over time is there are so many people out there that I don't know how they've made it through this far. They've acquired zero life skills along the way. Well, how many people don't know how to change a damn tire or change their oil in the yeah. damn cars, dude? Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Like so simple things. Like yeah, little things like that you were that were common knowledge before are now obsolete. I mean, there's people that don't cook anymore. They just order out every night. Like they can't they don't know how to cook. Grubhub, we're talking HelloFresh, all these yeah. fucking meals where it's like you get yeah. you get the ingredients pre-measured so you don't got to do any thinking, motherfucker. You can just throw this stuff in a pan, follow these instructions. It's more programming. It's more crazy shit, dude. It, and it all lines up to saying, hey, no thought is required. The government, big daddy government can do everything for you. Just fall in line, get the vaccines get free basic income, all this shit. And then you're good to go, dude. Like I understand like the power of positive thought, but dude, that hasn't gotten us anywhere up to this point. I'm just, I'm being honest about it, dude. Yeah. It's, no, it's you're a hundred percent about the hello fresh stuff coming out is ridiculous. They give you stuff. You can buy at the grocery store yourself. Look up a general recipe and fucking make no, no, just to do it all. Anyway, the best hey, part you feel though, pretty is cool that buying those though. The HelloFresh no, shit. It's so stupid. All the recipes they send out in their boxes and any other meal box shit, they have the recipes for that on their site. You can literally look at whatever your box would be that month and mm -hmm. go down to the store and buy that shit and for half the price and go fucking make it yourself. With well, the, the recipe. thing is, yeah. Joe, the thing is, though, dude, like if you're buying like because they have all the shit pre-measured, if you're having one meal and you're trying to buy all those ingredients, you're buying this shit, like you're, instead of buying like the pre-measured amount of cilantro that you need for your salsa, you're buying a whole bushel of cilantro. You know what I mean? Like it's all, it's all pre-weighted out and it's ready to go. It's very easy. And like, like we're saying, people are lazy, dude. I, I'm not saying like right. anyone here is lazy, but as a well, whole. Yeah. And think <laughs> about it, Ryan. I mean, that's a great way to roll out a, a UBI of everything, right? Your family is allotted yeah, X rations. amount of meals. Yep. Here's your meals. Okay. You'll get them in the mail. You won't have to go to the store anymore. You know, it's all like queuing into that metaverse where you're basically in your wherever your dwelling is. You know, it's probably going to be a smart tower of some sort. And, you know, everything's delivered to you. And that's I heard yeah, you can uh, just order it on your phone. You can just put on your headset, be in the metaverse, and it all just comes to your door. And then when you're when you have to charge your headset, you can just go pick it up and then throw it in the oven and then go back to your headset. That's well, how it it, so you don't got to even do any of that shit. You just think that you want something and it's already bought for you. You, you oh. think I want to I want some Chipotle and Chipotle is at your door fucking 30 seconds later. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the upside of nanoparticles, man. They can they can read into it. <laughs> yeah. You know, they can they can track you. If they put all right, they've already put heavy metals in everything. You know, everything, the air, the water, so on and so forth. And so now it's like, all right, we need to put out some heavier metals, you know, so we can really read these people's brain waves. <laughs> you know, we're picking up little tidbits here and there from social media, but wouldn't it be great if we can put these saddle loons overhead and just pick up what everybody's thinking and uh 
have them, uh, you know, energize themselves by wearing all this electronic crap or, you know, having this headset on right, right next to your head. You got LED screens. You think that that's not irradiating your skull, you know, and if you've got all this nanoparticle graphene, whatever going through your blood, dude, they're, everything's right there for them to read your mind. hundred percent. You know, that why else do you need a screen that close to your head? It's still 2d. You know what I mean? It's, Honestly, like it's it's nauseating to me. If you ever put one of those things on, they're uh, they're pretty crazy. It's honestly it's pretty cool, man. If if I was a lot younger and didn't know all the crazy crap that I think I know at least anymore, <laughs> uh, I would, dude, I would dive headlong into this. And you know, like Jen was saying, uh, this is uh, this is going to become like the the normal reality for a lot of these kids, and then that leads to like the separation of generations. You know you have a down generation where people don't uh, don't procreate to such an extent, then you're going to have this gap and all these people at the bottom end of the gap, all the kids are going to be uh, servants of this virtual world. And so they're just, they're just tearing the generations apart. They've already torn families apart. You know, they've already torn communities apart. Now what, what else can we do? We've got everybody six feet apart, like physically apart. So let's break every system and and family paradigm possible and and i i don't know i feel like that ties into whole uh breaking people away from the concept of divine or god or spirituality so you know that i think is like the end result you know when you break people away from each other from family from friends from 3d society we'll say and you put everything into a nice little neat instead of a cube it's now in a box you know, and so it's so much easier to control these two dimensions for them than it is to control, you know, this depth of things like emotion, uh, family, spirituality. That's that third dimensional side of it. You know what I mean? Those concepts. So they're just like, how do we shrink this box down and make it to where our AIs and our algorithms can compute more effectively and aren't coming up with clown world crap all day? <laughs> you know, we want people to buy the stuff that we're selling, not, you know, fight against it. And that's where like diving all everybody into that 2D world comes into play. It's like if everybody's living in 2D world, it is clown world by definition. So everyone's cool with that. You know, let me put this headset on and go to clown world. <laughs> well, and it's like like you guys were talking about uh, Randy and Adam when when you were on Adam's show was uh, or, or I was on, on show, I was Randy. on his show. Yeah, you guys were talking about Adam how you you know basically are building the smart cities, right? You're putting the elevators in for all these big buildings where they just want to stack people in there, and yeah. and that's it's mostly be... it's mostly it's mostly little buildings. It's mostly four, five story, three story condo buildings with, and they're all the same. They're all live retail, live slash retail. So there'll be the bottom floor will be all retail, and then just just studio condos on top of it. This and is all that, new construction. I, yep, that's all there is. That's all I did wow. in, when oh, I lived in San. Terrifying. That's all I did when I lived in. I mean, I built high rises when I lived in San Francisco, but now in Portland, I'm just I just build condos. They're just wrecking these beautiful old neighborhoods in in Portland and and putting up putting up condos. My wife says my wife. Yeah, my wife works in uh, Southeast Portland, and there's like just like a massive fire that'll take out like a whole block of old old houses like once a month out there conveniently mm-hmm. yeah but because um, of the weather obviously yeah it's Climate just change. they're it's gonna be like they 
you don't you don't have to leave. And even if you did want to leave to go to the store, you just go to the bottom story of the, of the apartment complex because you probably yep. can't. You probably aren't allowed to go to a separate one because you're, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's outside your zone. Yeah. Well, dude, oh. to me, one of the weirdest things, and I don't know if you're going to end up ever having to install these, is the smart toilets. It sounds like I said, it's one of those funny concepts, but the smart sounds toilets. cool, actually. Do you think so? I mean, it, it reads your, your shit. It reads your fecal matter, and it tells you, like, what you're lacking and what you need versus, like, uh, what you have too much of. But it's not going to have anything to do with, like, oh, you, you're short magnesium. Or you're, you're short. You're, you're cockroach heavy. You need more more cricket. Yeah, they're like, sorry, yeah. your like, carbs are way too low, and your water is way too high. Stop being so fucking healthy. Mine would well, be like, that, well, I don't remember no, you no, eating not, corn. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like it'll it'll. It, so it's going to be tied in with your bank and the banking stuff. I think Matt, if I'm not mistaken, was the one that showed me about Yodley. I think was that you, yeah. Matt? So. Yodley is already tracking everything that you spend your money on. If you're using major banks, there's like 146 financial institutions that are tied in with Yodley. So what's going to happen is like you, you take a shit or you take a piss and the toilet, the smart toilet reads it. And then it says like, you can't go and eat at these restaurants. So you have like selected restaurants that you can eat at or selected foods that you can buy at grocery yeah. stores. You've got too much meat for the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reminds me of the island. Have you guys seen the movie The Island? When they monitor their blood because they're clones and they have organs that need. Well, okay, I'm spoiling it for literally anyone who hasn't seen that movie. But anyway, they're all clones, and so they're being monitored, and they live in this little world, and they are waiting for their lotto ticket to go to the island. You guys should definitely watch this movie if you haven't seen it. It's good. It's very good. The island, not the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Shutter Island. Yeah, no, he's in also that. another one called The Island, isn't he? Where he where the, the Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that's the beach. Yeah, McGregor. Beach. That was maybe? pretty wild too. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. But they he can't eat bacon because his I don't know whatever is too high or his Jewish. cholesterol. And he <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> not uh, Jewish no. people can eat bacon. But yeah. his clone needs like a liver transplant or whatever. But he can't eat bacon, so they they monitor what you can eat. They just like take their blood every day and tell them what they can and can't eat. It's kind of weird because it seems like we live in a world like that. I wouldn't worry about, uh, you know, spoiler alerts for that movie. If you haven't seen it at this point. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone should see that movie. It's amazing. It's going to happen. Hey, have. um, So my wife is still friends with like a bunch of people from from the old the old times um, (laughs) from when we lived in San Francisco and stuff. And she's telling me about all these uh left wing like memes even though the left can't meme but um they can demoni- meme. they just do it poorly yeah demonizing uh they're like they're like mad at the cdc and demonizing like saying the cdc is relaxing um the covid restrictions because of big business and and they're demonizing capitalism have any guys have seen this stuff thank no. god i don't live in california yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Matt. That's that's crazy yeah, so though. So they're mad. Is just as bad. But I think it's this big and then she's also saying that people are like putting up up memes that are like saying like 2022 should be the year of relaxation and recovery to get out of, you know, to to recover from the mess that we've been in and and it's like encouraging people not to work 
and it's it's crazy man so they're really wow. putting it out there and i think it's for all this all the ubi stuff and now as soon as they get people hooked on the ubi that's when when everything that we've just been talking about is is gonna Dude, be really easy to get in to go into play think about the idea of defunding the police right i mean when when uh, that is the most fundamental aspect of capitalism in a way that i think is very very um it's underreported how anti-capitalist defunding police is not just because they need to be paid right but getting rid of police or dismantling police departments if you have private businesses or you have businesses in general even if it's walmart or target mega businesses corporations people don't want shit stolen from their businesses but if government is the only entity that can carry out business there's no need for police because then it will just be government that's carrying out business and also enforcing penalties so there's no reason for for you know private businesses or there's no reason to really try and aspire to anything if there's no such thing as law there's no such thing as police there's just like this fundamental set of rules they don't even want to call them laws because that's offensive that's that sounds like demolition man ryan it sounds like communism now they call them mandates well yeah you know now starbucks starbucks is is, uh is leaning hard into this thing with uh anybody working for starbucks has to be jabbed period I guess this is their their wow. yeah their their company um, mandate. You know what I mean? Uh, is you cannot work for them unless you're jabbed up. Well, so they're well, fortunately the most of the employees they're, they're can the get another first, fucking job because they're, yeah, they're so. first. Uh, they're the first um, company to lean into that all the way. I know well, the they're taking the steps to. to they're but, taking the steps to help monetize like caffeine. A lot of Americans they need their caffeine in the morning to get to their jobs. And like, that's gonna, that, you know, subliminally, I think that, that is like, you know, low key telling people like, Hey dude, like work isn't worth it. It's not worth getting up early in the morning. You don't need to get your Starbucks. You don't need to get your caffeine in you and all this shit. But Matt, what were you saying about like, that's, that's about demolition, man. Oh no, that sounds just like demolition, man. I mean, everybody lives by a code. You can't curse, you know, you just, you live mm-hmm. in a it, it it's that futuristic terror world where it's everything's the, perfect and neat and you know you gotta wipe with three shells. I still haven't figured that out. <laughs> there's no crime, but there's no freedom either. You know what I mean? Like no. how boring would it be to leave your house if there wasn't like a little bit of risk that you might get in a car accident or you might fucking have some argument or you might something might happen. If that idea of risk is eliminated, there's no reason to even leave because you can get the same experience in your own home as you could if you left your house. So there's no fucking reason to leave. Especially if there's a metaverse, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. It's crazy. I can't. I, we got, I, I, we've told it on the show, but I, I won an Oculus at a Christmas party and I get where they're coming from. I do. I put it on and I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking the new level of video games. But as soon as I'm in for like five minutes, I have this automatic like shut off where I'm like, I can't do this. Like I have, I'm in my kitchen right now. Like I have actual things I could do. This is ridiculous. But that could be my old man talking too. My kid can be out there for fucking hours watching YouTube on an Oculus. I'm like, 
dude, you have a TV in your room. Go fucking watch YouTube on there. Yeah, but you can watch it 360. You can turn it on so you can see it all around you. So why wouldn't he want to watch it like that? Right. So, That's why I get the allure of it. It's We very... came out from a show one day and his kid was sitting on the kitchen floor with the Oculus on. And I was like, what are you doing? What game are you playing? <laughs> and he's like, I'm just watching YouTube. And I was like, you're done. Take dude. it off. You're done. No, get that off now. <laughs> Hurry. Ridiculous. <laughs> Don't let them get better porn because that is a uh, another level. <laughs> it's us, like Brian. you're literally sitting there engaging in the acts. It's insane. But, it, but it's your hand instead. <laughs> but you're looking around, and it's like if you're in like a, a multi-person like a situation, it's it's very interesting. You can look all around, and you're like, "Whoa, what's going on?" It's weird, but it's cool. You know, yeah, that's the the one use I think that's actually practical is something like that. We did it with skiing, but I mean, I can see how that would be applied to porn too. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's just a different <laughs> type of skiing. <laughs> yeah, skiing, you're just using two joysticks. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> isn't that the pterodactyl? Yeah. yeah, there's all kinds of things you can do. Yeah, no, I, I, it, it is insane. There's something that's wrong with that shit, though. It it seems fun, seems cool. Kids love it. Um, but you know, we know kids, their brains aren't evolved. You know, we, we shouldn't be targeting kids with any of this kind of shit. Well, they're just kids looking for those dopamine shit. hits, you know, they're, yeah, they're yeah. not different than us. Uh, of course. Yeah, definitely. And it seems like they're getting smarter than, uh, than adults. So, oh but yeah. They need more I, I laugh you know? because even my kid who, you know, I'm not claiming to have any genius or anything, but he's like a little sponge. I mean, this dude, he just he just started watching uh, what is it WWE a couple months ago, like two three months ago, and he's t- telling telling my old man stuff. My old man's been watching it for fifty years, and he's teaching my old man stuff that he's learned in the last three months. You know, just spitting out facts and you know all these different things. And you're like, how do you learn that? And he's like, oh, I watch YouTube videos. It's like, holy shit, man, because I know he's not reading books. He doesn't have any <laughs> books to read on it. I'm like, where do you get all this? But Man, and they know how to find it too. That's the thing. They get in a groove and and they get stuck on something and and they're they'll just ride that wave. Well, dude, check this out, man. Like we, me and my dad, we had to change out my brakes and my A arms on my on my Nissan Titan. And I have a manual in my glove box, but you know how much fucking easier it is to watch a YouTube video to instruct you how to do that. You know what I mean? And even for my dad, that's fifty something years old. You know, he's like, yeah, I, I watched the YouTube video. It's pretty easy. And he's like, he sent me the video and then I watched it. And so we had an idea of what to do. You know what yep. I mean? Um, the the visual component and the monetization that people can can benefit from as creators, from teaching other people how to do it, describing it actively. There's something that's very addictive with just description you can be watching call of duty there was a great south park episode about this you could be watching call of duty or playing call of duty but like if you're watching someone describe what they're doing while they're playing call of duty it's super fucking fun to watch that's why pewdiepie has like one of the biggest fucking channels dude and it's the dumbest shit ever it's just something that there's something that's programmed in our brains that makes us really enjoy the idea of okay i'm about to shoot someone in the head Boom, you know what I mean? It's it's goofy, dude, but there's something deep deep down in us that like Well, it's like that it's that voyeurism, you know, where you can watch but there's no risk, you know, you, or you can see how other people live, kind of live vicariously through them. You know, I, yeah, I know I'm guilty. I've 
I've done it. I've sat there and watched a guy play Call of Duty, and then I'm I I you know after you catch yourself, you're like, what the what the fuck are you doing? You're sitting here watching another person play a video game, and and then it hits, and you're like, wow, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it's weird. But there's people that do it for a living. You know, good for them. Dude, a lot of these kids on YouTube are, are making bank, dude. These kids are rich. They're balling. And all they're doing is playing video games and describing the games. I yep. My son's watching one right now. <laughs> He's watching dude play <laughs> Minecraft. And it's like, how is that, uh, you know, more entertaining than actually playing Minecraft? But it is. It's more oh, to them, yeah. You don't have to do it. It's I don't a know social atmosphere in, but... because, you know, you're plugged into somebody else's thoughts. So it's... Yeah, and then take away every real person in your life and make it to where kids can only interact like this through putting out their own videos, monetizing their own stuff, and you know what I mean? Showing other people things without being there, without actually showing them. And that's probably why the big censorship movement, you know what I mean, with with YouTube, like why there's uh, – I won't say there's no flat earth videos and stuff anymore because there are, but – they're pretty specific. They're pretty out there. The ones that are on there or they're really, you know, cut and dry, like um, controlled opposition type things. But um, you got to go to like Odyssey and other things to dig into like the political side of it, the spiritual side, you know, all the real deep aspects of it. But you can find a few things on YouTube. And uh, yeah, man, once you watch that video and you click that like button and you find all these other videos that are similar Dude, it's just it's a cycle. It's its own type of rabbit hole. You know, they're they're specifying rabbit holes to fit their needs instead of like we used to do going down our own. You know, these are self-fulfilling rabbit holes that they've got in these all these systems. So, right. They're literally digging the rabbit hole for you now. Well, because they monitor what you're searching so they can be like, don't you want to search this next? Instead of you thinking in your own head, well, I guess I have to read this book next because this book referenced this book. Well, you know who started that idea of getting inside other people's thoughts and like trying to experience life through someone else's eyes is Mark Burnett. I mean, like this, if I'm not mistaken, this is the dude that created Survivor. You know what I mean? Like these are the shows that that really got people being like, oh, shit, what if I was in this position? And then you have like the little confessionals. You got Jersey Shore. You got the Kardashians. About the, the real world was the like yeah. the original, man. Oh, well, yeah. Survivor was MTV before that, right? No, nah, Real World was no, in Real like World the early first. 90s. Was it? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Survivor was, yeah, early, late 90s. So, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. But yeah, dude, I think Mark Burnett might have created the Real World too, if I'm not mistaken. Because I think that he created the Real World, if I'm remembering this right, he created the Real World. And then I heard some some comedian talking about, like, what if we took the Real World and we made him have to fucking fight for survival you know what i mean it's like some crazy concept where it's like take these people that have their own like little internal fights and their own internal dialogues and put them out on a fucking island you know what i mean um again that's mark burnett i don't know if that if he created both i I know he had something to do with survivor but um yeah dude it's these ideas where it's just like dude like you know let's get the thoughts of these people in these everyday situations doing these everyday tasks and just see how they react to it so it's there's something, something but it, it's all fake though all of those they're reality stars there are yeah. reality stars that have managers they're not really people yeah the they get paid world, to make the it the fakest world ever yeah they they get paid to make it seem like it's authentic they don't get paid because they're entertaining nothing's fucking enthralling about snooky it's like watching a, a train wreck <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean so you're watching this shit and you're like damn dude i'm glad that my life's not like that 
and that gives the the viewer some other sort of like some satisfaction validation yeah it, it yeah. makes them feel like at least my life isn't that but it's like dude she's making a lot of money for just acting like a piece of shit you know what i mean and you're you're but a lot of people are so invested they're like what's gonna happen next in this shitty life can you because oh, their lives are shitty as fuck you know what i mean <laughs> jim tan yeah. laundry <laughs> jim tan laundry guys <laughs> exactly how boring is jimming tanning and laundrying but it's more entertaining <laughs> than most fucking people's lives most people i guess lives. that's a new jersey thing who knows jim tan know. laundry i guess we'll do that tomorrow we should try it <laughs> i'm gonna work we'll tomorrow. see how cool it is it we'll go to the gym first then tan then do laundry then go to work yeah we'll add work in sounds great it's the fall of an empire, guys. You're watching it right now. It is. The death. Yeah, they say the same thing happened to Rome. You know, everyone got androgynous, started, you know, banging all sorts of uh, <laughs> different groups of people. And then, uh, you know. Young. Yeah. And it, and it all Greece. just. But did, yeah. did it really fall apart, though? Did Rome really fall apart? Or are we just living in the new version of it, man? Was there really a Rome? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, That's the other go. side of it. Was there even a Rome? They say Atlantis fell because they started fucking dinosaurs. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe we're we're in the fourth iteration of Atlantis, and it went from that to Egypt to Rome to whatever the fuck it is now. Now we have legitimate lizard people. Fauci fucked a fucking pangolin, man. (laughs) Well, if you have have people fucking dinosaurs, you get kids like Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden and Donald Trump and people like that. So, I mean, it it goes to the reptilian theory and shit. So, yeah. Dude, that was pretty right. crazy on your podcast, Ryan. The dude was saying how uh, he thinks Trump's a woman. Yeah, I never heard. <laughs> that I was like, wow, I never heard that one before. I've heard a lot about Trump. I never heard he was a woman. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. What was what? What would her name be? Uh, Donald uh, Donna Donna, Donna Trump. Trump. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Donna. Yeah, Donka. Yeah, Donka. The Tonka. Donka. <laughs> Donka. Yeah, that. Well, if it is Russian, isn't that Donka? Donka. No, that's something. That's different. German. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's thank. Thank you, isn't it? Donka. Donka. Yes, <laughs> first Bueller. Yeah, dude. Crazy man. There's all kinds of theories out there. So who knows? Well, yeah. that's one of the wilder ones, and and I've heard a lot of people talking about it lately. Is the inversion. Right. The whole lot of men that are women, a lot of women that are men. I mean, there's there's some people that that say everything is a chick or everything is a dude. Is a dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've been seeing a lot of that lately. (laughs) A lot of it like uh, Megan Fox. I always knew that this chick's thumbs were just weird. It was a deal breaker for me. First time I ever saw (laughs) hands. And I was like, no, no, that's not right. That's not right. There's something screaming strange to me. It looks like a big toe. That ain't right. You know, and then come to find out people are leaning into this thought of uh, Megan Fox is a dude, <laughs> just like Michelle Obama. And My just name like would be Raylene. Jennifer Lopez, uh, supposedly. <laughs> like, there are videos you can see her dick swinging around in her pants. I'm like, oh, wow. So Machine Gun Kelly is definitely a chick because he wears pink to all of the all of the shows. Well, and Michelle stuff. Obama is definitely a dude because of the penis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, she, she's a dude. Yeah. What would yeah. everyone's name be if they were the opposite sex? I think I'm Raylene. I'm gonna go with that for sure. Uh, I'd be Josephine. That's boring. Just just put an I at the end of my name instead of a Y. May. <laughs> oh, have to do. You gotta be like uh, Randy. You couldn't do it. Landy. <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, Matt, what would you be? I think maybe uh, Maria. I don't know, like May or May. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. always those mean when I try and spell that with one T and it says May. Maddie. Dude, that's a fucking conspiracy right there. Matt's a chick. Matt. Yeah, Maddie. dude, I always get that every time I put my name in. It always autocorrects to May. <laughs> that's it your knows. That's the your AI female knows. name. See my Adam's apple. Yeah, May. Yeah. We see it. We see it. You dirty whore. Adam would be uh, Adele. Uh, in the chat, in the chat, uh, Alvarez says Meg from Married with Children. Meg, that's Meg. you, Meg. Or Meg from Family Guy. There you Meg. go. Shut up, Meg. Meg from Family Guy is definitely a dude. Yeah, yeah that's the same. Yeah, no, her name is Ron though, when she's a tranny member. Yeah, oh, that's right, Ron. Yeah, <laughs> she's got Shut the tribal up, tattoos and shit. Yeah, and my name is Ron. Yeah. <laughs> it's ma'am. There we go. And Jen would be J- James. Uh, I should be Joe. I think that would be funny. And I'll be Joe. No, just John. Maybe John. J-O-N. Like Jonathan. It's Jennifer. Jan. Like a Russian dude. Jan. Jan. Yes. <laughs> My name go. is Jan. Or Juan. Like a Mexican dude. In Soviet Russia, Jan does Joe. <laughs> there you go. Now nice. we completely conformed. So there we go. <laughs> at least we've got a plan moving forward, guys. For sure. <laughs> you know? We have a plan to We're at preppers. least tell them, like, no, we got this, guys. We got this. Don't kill us. We know what we are. We're the opposites. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> Take well, it from maybe Raylene that's the secret. Here. Maybe that's the secret. Take it from blend Raylene. In, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think that I think that was a big saying in the 90s, Ryan. What? Take it from Raylene. <laughs> She was She's a great big, porn star. She was a Rayleigh. big porn star in the 90s. Yeah. She's great. Yeah, big fan. Big fan of her work. <laughs> we yeah. actually, funny story about her. When we were down in your neck of the woods, I was down in, uh, right outside of Phoenix for a, a baseball tournament, probably about oh, almost boy. 20 years ago now. And we had a, a poster of her was our mascot in the dugout of Raylene it was like oh man we got oh. some looks from some some people as they passed the dugout how do you spell out. this r-a-y i know l-e-n-e r-a-y-l-e-n-e and oh. the, you know there's this really funny video where she's giving like a uh, blowjob instruction and she's talking like, <laughs> teach you how to do a really classy blowjob and then it cuts to a bird and it's like a bird, a, a baby bird, and this guy's putting his finger in the baby bird's mouth, and the baby bird's just fucking going like that. It's so oh my god! Yeah, type in like Raylene Bird joke blowjob or some shit. It's so fucking. Raylene is is very beautiful in real life, but let me check out the bird blowjob. Well, maybe thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah, she probably looks like it, her tits probably look like uh, two eggs hanging on nails right yeah, now. Yeah, it's not much oh tread God. on the tires these days. <laughs> my ser- a hot dog down a hallway, dude. <laughs> my searches make me feel like a piece of shit. It's like Raylene blowjob search, Raylene blowjob. It's like all up and down. I'm like, oh, sorry. Raylene, <laughs> begging. <laughs> Raylene bird blowjob joke, maybe if I had joke. Yeah, maybe put a filter on. That's like some dark net shit. You be- <laughs> it is. Pretty sure I'm gonna get a virus, but I'm gonna check it out. You have to use a dot onion for that on uh, Instagram, so I would just be careful. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. I think that was just OnlyFans, right? 
No, it was Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> I don't pay for that shit. It's so much free stuff out there. <laughs> so much great content. Content creators. <laughs> hey, they were the original great. content creators, dude. Well, they're the reason Blu-rays took off. And the internet, for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I'll tell you right now, dude. If I had a vagina, I would not be podcasting. I would absolutely <laughs> be insanely rich. He'd be I, sticking I a, uh, a toilet plunger to the wall and fucking himself on camera. Just... <laughs> I would be doing, you You fucking, you, I, I'll set up a thing, I'll spin a wheel, you throw darts at a damn, you know, tell me what to do, I'll do it, dude. Because for some reason, there's a lot of sick dudes out there, and I would do it. So, like, any chick that's broke, maybe just sell your soul a little bit. It's not a big deal. You'll get over <laughs> There's chicks that make a living just showing their feet. Yeah, exactly. So dude, there, was, there was this girl that I saw that was a, a gamer chick. I think that her name is actually Gamer Girl. And she was selling, like, she would chew up bubblegum and put it in a jar and sell it to people for $1,000. She said there was, like, three of these. And she sold three for $1,000. She would take bath water, sell it for $400. <laughs> um, she, what else would she do? She did, uh, she did quite a few things where it's just, like, goofy shit, selling her panties. You know what I mean? Like if you build, like you could start a podcast as like a wealthy or not, I'm sorry, a good looking girl and just be like, Hey, you know, I did this podcast, but now I'm selling my gum. You know what I mean? It's weird. You can do, <laughs> do weird shit when you're like a, a decent looking female. So fucking weird. I, I was, I watched one of those uh, documentaries on Netflix about only fans and it had like the most disgusting fucking fat girl I've ever seen in my life on there. And she was making like 80 grand a month. Dude, people love that shit, man. Dude, people I would like... want to see that myself. I mean, she wasn't, she wasn't like a morbidly obese. She was just like an ugly fat girl. Well, what about people... the morbidly <laughs> obese ones that people pay to watch them eat? Yeah. I mean, Dude. at least they've yeah. got something Beaters. special. Like okay. this girl was just a normal fucking fat girl. <laughs> that's the thing man is that when 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 the porn is so accessible and like you can see whatever you want to see a lot of people that actually want to pay for it want to see like chicks that they connect with on like a mental level just vacuuming or doing dishes or like not even necessarily showing their bodies but just feeling like they have some connection with somebody doing normal shit it's or fucking because, insane because that is their fucking sad dude shit. It is, is very sad. And I'm one of them. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's very weird to to think about people that actually just want like some sort of human connection. I think that's why podcasts blew up. I think that's why a lot of things blew up is because like, you know, a lot of people don't don't necessarily know how to have friends, but they want to talk with other people about the shit that the podcast that they enjoy listening to actually talk about so they feel like they're engaging in a conversation maybe they're in their car or they're in their home and they're actually like commenting on what you're saying in the podcast you know what i mean like they just want to feel like oh, they're yeah. engaging with somebody <laughs> well I that think makes that you should just have a call in at that point just be like all right callers call in and we'll talk to you because we but people are scared. No, that you don't have to be fucking weird you could just call in no that makes way you. more sense with the trolls though because they'll pipe in keyboard warrior style on the chat and be like i don't like this 
and then they can piece the fuck out. Yeah, but those are know. people to just ignore. Those aren't people to enter. Yeah, they're not actually I'm talking real about people. The people who want. Well, those, those, Jen, those are the people that are watching girls just do dishes and paying for the content. <laughs> of that. You know what I mean? They're the exactly. people that, like, you think would would want to actually have a conversation with you and maybe like debate about what you're talking about. But then once once you actually ask them to, they're like, "No, dude, I, I don't want to actually talk about this. I'm just fucking. I'm bored, and so I'm just giving you shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's here's my feet." Yeah, yeah, no, I've seen that too. We've, yeah, we've now definitely dealt with gum. that on our channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll start. Good. All right. I guess I'm going to buy a giant pack of gum tomorrow and see where it goes. Yeah. yeah. Try it out. Live on Rockfin. See what happens. Uh, gum Tuesdays, live on rockfin.com slash legit bat. Thank you. goes in my mouth, then my, my, then my vagina. You can do whatever you want. Envelope. I'm not going to be a part of this. Make your money. <laughs> You gotta make this it weird. What, what's the going on, Jen? <laughs> Jen, you could charge uh, extra about... for bubbles. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a bubble made with a fart, and that's a thousand dollars. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> if it's popped by the time it gets to you, not my fault. Not my fault. Yeah. It's like a smell will still be there. Falls before it hits the table, then yeah. it's yeah. garbage. Mm -hmm. There's no insurance on these <laughs> fart bubbles. Sorry. Fuck that. Uh, Jen's fart bubble gum will sound like. <laughs> Yes. I hope it does. I hope it sounds like that for every envelope opened. No, you know what? You take a condom, you fart in the condom. That's not going to pop, and you just leave it there. Yeah, they're never known to break ever. Yeah, they never leak. Yeah, or, a, or you could do a Pringles can. <laughs> yeah. Good idea, Adam. This went weird with really a gum fast. seal around it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There's a lot gum of possibilities. Seal. A lot of opportunities for people that want to create their own content. Chew some gum. Rub it in your don't butt. say, don't no. say we never gave you any business tips because we've just given you a full slew of them the last ten minutes. You I can think literally do whatever you want. V type you know. show. Uh, this should be good. called uh, Monday Night Business Tips. Yeah, entrepreneurs. <laughs> as long as you're alive and you've got a warm butthole, you'll you're never completely <laughs> broke. You know. <laughs> Use a little product, get it moist. You're ready to rock. That's good. Oh, yeah, bust out that lawnmower, right? There's somebody for everybody. Yeah, dude. You know? yeah. that Absolutely. Shit up. Hey, pubic hair sells. I mean, there's a lot of things that sell. So, <laughs> think about things. Those are my parting words here. Or think don't. about it. I don't know. Yeah, think about it. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. All right, Brian. Why don't over. you kick it off? I think that's a good spot to, to wrap it. Why don't you uh, pass on your info? That should be the title of the episode. Think about it. Um, you can find it. me dangerous world podcast on Patreon. Um, uh, yeah. Everywhere podcasts are played, man. And uh, anyone that has questions, you know, I jumped in a little late here. Anyone has questions about what's going on. Feel free to ask me, man. You know, there's some, some shady shit going around. And uh, no one's really asked my side. I shared my story and, uh, you know, no one's really uh, no one's asking me. But uh, I got a couple apologies. Uh, I, I, I will say this. Mark apologized to me already and uh, he won't do it publicly, but I'll show his text messages. That dude's a bitch. Uh, I'm sorry to, to say that here, but I'm very, very frustrated. Um, I guess there were some people talking on on your guys's telegram legit bat. And uh, I would have appreciated being let known that that was going on, but it's all good. Um, well, actually, we were pretty pissed that it was happening, that people decided to use our platform to 
issue their grievances. Like that wasn't really the place for it. It was some. It was for some. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's just would have been cool to at least like have gotten a text, you know, from friends and and so on. But it's all good. Dude. Like, we we'll weren't paying attention. Air. Yeah, we'll we talk can talk off air. off air, but that shit's not for our Telegram channel. So if anyone wants to bring that shit to our Telegram, now nah, we don't do drama. So stay away. Yeah, I, I understand. But yeah, no, it just would have been cool to, to get a text or, or some kind of uh, information. But it's fine. Yeah, we can talk about it later. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah lot of lot of shitty stuff going on with that. But it's all good, dude. Like, uh, you know, uh, thanks to the, the, what was it, four or five people that subscribed to the Patreon since... Uh, you know, Mark and, and Sam and these people are telling me uh, that, you know, I'm done. I'm done in the podcast world and shit like that. But, um, you know, I found out who, like, you know, real friends are and things like that. Um, yeah, I appreciate uh, everything going on, dude. Um, this is always fun, the Monday night chats. And, uh, yeah, dude, always always a blast, Matt. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Randy, what do you got for us? Oh man, well I got I got my podcast Red Thread podcast. Uh, so far, it's just on Spotify. I, I put it on Podcast Addict though, so you know it should be a little bit more accessible to people that want to kind of go a, a different, uh, less conspicuous route. Um, but yeah, it's, it's on Spotify, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and um, you can reach me on Instagram at Random Fracts. And uh, yeah, anybody ever has any info or just wants to shoot the breeze, I'm always open for that. Um, I just love having discussions with everybody, getting out back out into the world after secluding myself like a recluse for so many years. And, um, you know, it, it, it's got to start somewhere and this is it for me. So it's uh, good stuff. Thanks, Matt, for having me on. And everyone else, dude, I, I, lo- <laughs> I love the work you're doing, man. Keep it up. I heard you. I heard you back when you did your show with Mark, and uh, and I tried getting in touch with you then, but you, I couldn't understand your email that you left on the uh, thing. And I finally yeah. got in touch with you like a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, man, I've been I've been trying to get with you for a couple months now. Right so, on. Yeah, I was, I was really that was cool to, to, uh, to pop on his show. Um, but yeah, he kind of. Kind of stopped responding to my crazy ass a while back. So well, don't worry, you got you got a spot over here because I I love the crazy shit, man. The crazier right the on, better. That's right where on. I'm going. That's what's up? Yeah, yeah. He told me one time. He's like, he's like, you gotta you know structure it a little better, dial it in, and I was like, all right, nope, do your thing, man. Do here thing. I am. Everybody does their own. <laughs> this is my structure, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you're looking at it. As long as I'm smiling, that's structure enough for me, dude. Nice. Well, thanks for joining, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you. Adam, thanks for joining, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, Deborah gets red pilled, wherever you can find podcasts, and uh, we're on YouTube. And um, yeah, we're on Alt Media United now, too. So <laughs> just, to, just to keep that drama going. But uh, yeah. That's a click through side, just so you know. They're getting paid. That's what I think, at least. But it's fine. <laughs> getting paid every time that they click on your site. Adam, you got some. Uh, you got some good stuff coming up this month, right? I heard you're doing some Tartaria stuff. Yeah, we're hitting it hard this month, and then we're gonna kind of put it to bed for a little bit. So I think we got uh, we got Michelle Gibson next week. Um, we got uh, Old Scary World coming up, and then we got this uh, this crazy tattoo artist guy Watson Atkinson coming on at the end of the month so nice yeah nice i'm looking forward to those those will be good ones yeah excellent well thanks for coming adam i really appreciate it yeah thanks for having me
and our hostess. Thank you guys. I appreciate you doing this for me. Oh, is that us? Uh, no, <laughs> the other hosts. Oh, right. Okay. You said the hostess. <laughs> no, thank you so much. Well, Coming Jen, soon from yes. Legit Dad. Um, you can speak to Joe. Fart bubblegum in envelopes. That's coming up. Hey. Maybe, maybe in Pringles cans. Yeah, Pringles cans. That was from Adam. Everyone think about what you could do. To make Adam the world gets 5% place. of any Pringle can sold. For sure. Yeah, ah, so, uh, I'll run it as a click-through site, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> as oh, far man. as finding us, just put it in the Google box. Legit Bat Podcast. Everything will pop up. I know I say that, and it's <clears> kind <throat> of like a call it or phone it in thing, but it literally happens. So just do that. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah, no, do it yourself. Excellent. Well, thank you guys as always. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, it was man. so yeah. fun. Yeah, and right, you can find my stuff on the Great Deception Podcast on Instagram, Great Deception Podcast. What's left on YouTube, Great Deception Podcast, Bit Shoot, Odyssey, whatever's out there is out there. You can find me. Same thing as Joe. Just Google Great Deception Podcast. And if you find me, great. If not, hit me up on Instagram and, and I can get you what you need. Dr. Feel Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with that, guys, thank you very much. Everyone have a great night. Thanks. All right. Why do you think that is? I mean, why is that? I mean, is it just because people are, are lazy today or they're bored? I mean, are we just like bored, spoiled children who've just been lying in the bathtub all day, just playing with their plastic duck, and now they're just thinking, well, what can I do? Okay, yes, we are bored. We're all bored now. But has it ever occurred to you, Wally, that the process that creates this boredom that we see in the world now may very well be a self-perpetuating, unconscious form of brainwashing created by a world totalitarian government based on money, and that all of this is much more dangerous than one thinks? And it's not just a question of individual survival, Wally, but that somebody who's bored is asleep, and somebody who's asleep will not say no? See, I keep meeting these people. I mean, uh, just a few days ago, I met this man whom I greatly admire. He's a Swedish physicist, Gustav Bjornstrand. And he told me that he no longer watches television, he doesn't read newspapers, and he doesn't read magazines. He's completely cut them out of his life because he really does feel that we're living in some kind of Orwellian nightmare now and that everything that you hear now contributes to turning you into a robot. When I met him at Findhorn, he said to me, where are you from? And I said, New York. He said, ah, New York, yes, that's a very interesting place. Do you know a lot of New Yorkers who keep talking about the fact that they want to leave but never do? And I said, oh, yes. And he said, why do you think they don't leave? I gave him different banal theories. He said, oh, I don't think it's that way at all. He said, I think that New York is the new model for the new concentration camp, where the camp has been built by the inmates themselves, and the inmates are the guards, and they have this pride in this thing they've built. They've built their own prison, and so they exist in a state of schizophrenia, where they are both guards and prisoners, and as a result, they no longer have, having been lobotomized, the capacity to leave the prison they've made or to even see it as a prison. And then he went into his pocket and he took out a seed for a tree and he said, this is a pine tree. He put it in my hand and he said, escape before it's too late. Of course, the problem is where to go because it seems quite obvious that the whole world is going in the same direction. This is the beginning of the rest of the future now and that from now on, there'll simply be all these robots walking around, feeling nothing, thinking nothing. And there'll be 
nobody left almost to remind them that there once was a species called a human being with feelings and thoughts and that history and memory are right now being erased and soon nobody will really remember that life existed on the planet.